Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Can you believe it's been two months since we've aired a podcast episode? I am so happy to be back. And thank you so much for being here with me today. So today's going to be a little bit of a different episode. I want to talk to you about what happened in the last couple of months and where I've been and the things that we've been working on behind the scene and a little bit more what to expect with the podcast moving forward and working with me. And then I'm going to answer a few questions that I've gotten on my Instagram when I asked about what topics you want to hear more about the podcast. So This is a full episode, but I'm so happy that we're back. I'm so happy that you're here and let's get started. So first of all, I wanted to talk a little bit about what happened this summer and why I actually took a break. My intention actually was not to take a break. If I'm being honest with you, I thought I was just going to take maybe a couple of weeks off after the wedding and the honeymoon and then be back at it right away. However, as we know, that did not happen. As you may or may not know, I got married this summer with Anthony, my partner. We've been together for seven years, known each other for 10 years, and it was really awesome, really great. Then we went on our honeymoon, all was well and good, and then got back here, and I got pretty sick over the summer. Wasn't COVID, got tested like multiple times, but really feeling off under the weather for a little bit, and then I hit a block. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that the wedding was like, so go, go, go. But just life in general after COVID, the pandemic has been pretty intense on me and my now husband. And he has been out of work for two years because he works in a gym. And on my end, I feel like I spent all of my energy growing my practice, the balanced dietitian, the balanced practice. Like our team is now like 10 people behind it, growing the program and all of the things. And it was very go, go, go. And I feel like taking time off throughout the summer just made me crash a little bit, if that makes sense. And it was really hard for me to re-engage. So I really felt as though I needed to take a couple of weeks off that actually led into a couple of months off. But to be honest, it was the best thing that I think happened for me because I started to feel disconnected from my mission. And this is like the first time I share this. I feel very vulnerable actually sharing this. but. My big goal since I've started my practice has been to really help folks change the way that they relate to food and their body. I want us to see food and our bodies as something so different than what we've been taught. For many of us, we've been taught by diet culture that, you know, your food is something that you should be managed. Your body is something that should be controlled. And we're only good if we're thin and healthy and doing all of the things. 
And for many of us, that has caused a lot of issue with our relationship with ourselves, with our body, with food, with others. It is so impactful. Like when our relationship with food and body is out of whack, everything is out of whack. So for me, the last two years and a half, actually four years in in practice, but two years and a half, like being more online, being more present, running programs, it has been so good. Like I have been able to connect to so many people and really be able to work on that mission of mine. However, being anti-diet and choosing to do this work is also really difficult. And if you are listening to this and you're doing the work to heal your relationship with your body, you know that it's not easy to work against the grain. And I found myself really questioning my own ability to continue to do this work. I started to question myself in terms of what I offer, how I offer it, the people that I support. I found myself questioning if what I'm doing is actually worthy of being done. So like, as you can hear, I was in a deep hole. (laughs) really questioning like my role in this space. And there's so many people now that also do the heal your relationship with food and food freedom and all of the things. And I was like, why am I different? What do I have to bring to the world? Like, what is my thing that I can talk about? And maybe I'm not different. And what if I'm the same? Do I need to repeat this work? And all of these questions that came like hitting me like a freaking brick. So for me, it was really important that I took a pause to process a lot of these things because I don't want to show up and not be in love with what I do. And I don't want to show up and just like half-ass what I do or not really believe in what I do, but show up anyways. Like that does not feel authentic to me and it doesn't feel good for me. And I'm really wanting to live a life that's so full, like just so intentional right? Really connected and aligned with myself. Like I've worked so hard with my relationship with food and my body to be so aligned and connected that I want that to transpire in everything that I do in my life. And this summer, it just didn't feel aligned anymore. I just had all of these questions that I needed to process, to work through, to question, and even work through on my own stuff, right? Like I felt very much burnt out. I felt I was questioning my capabilities. I felt my capacity was so low. There was so many pieces of the puzzle that I'm like, okay, I need to take a step back to be able to move forward. Because if I just push, I'm going to break. And then I won't be able to do this work at all. So this is where my like two month period of not showing up, not producing as much content came from. It was really a period of time for me to stop and reflect, to really reconnect with my mission, to really reconnect with my goal and my purpose. And also thinking about you and how I want to show up for you and the people I want to work with and how I want to work with you and how I want to support you and how I can better myself to be better for you. And I'm really pumped to say that it has been a really good two months for me in terms of that connection, that questioning, that space that I've given myself. And I'm so pumped to be back. I am so pumped to be able to connect again. I'm so pumped to be able to be in your ear every week and talking about all things food, body, and mind from a different perspective. I'm even more connected now to my mission to change the way that the world sees food and body. Not only that, I feel so much deeper and so much more aligned with the way that I teach and how I want to show up for you. I know that I have so much to give. I am 
so excited for what's to come because there's going to be big change in the way that I show up here. There's going to be big change in the way that I support folks in my practice, in my programs, in my courses. Things are about to change. And I wanted to talk about this piece when it comes to just our journey and our own relationship with food and body. I often talk about how relationship to food and body seems to be, you know, like the tip of the iceberg. We know our relationship with food and body is icky. A lot of us, we know, we know, we know when it doesn't feel good. We know when we're obsessing about food all the time or overeating or binge eating, or do we just feel not good in our body? We know. And when we start to do this healing work, what often happens is that it transpires into so many different aspects of our our self-worth, our relationship, our boundaries, our work, our life, our joy, our connections, like all of these things are impacted with the relationship that we have with ourselves and with food in our body. But what I find really cool is that once we are done the work, quote unquote, because I mean, is the work ever done? It shows up in different ways. And I feel like that's truly what I experienced this summer. In the past, I would not have allowed myself to take time off. Oh, there's no way. I would have been like, no, I need to show up. I made a commitment to the podcast to show up, to bring free content to everyone. This is what I'm doing to increase accessibility to this type of work. Like I cannot stop. Even if it meant that I would have been really unhappy doing it. But now I get to show up in a different way. And I'm like, I am allowed to stop. I am allowing myself to take a step back. I'm allowing myself to ground, to connect, to check in and see how I'm doing. So I can continue to show up for not just the next few months, but the, for the next few years, decades, right? So I find that interesting how like it all always come back and everything that you learn when you are healing your relationship with food in your body is going to help you for everything. Always. Like it's always coming back. Like this work is the most impactful work. And I say it often, and I'm going to continue to say it again. When you choose to heal your relationship with food and your body, like you are changing your life. Like this is so transformative. Like it is so huge. And I feel extremely grateful that I'm able to be part of that journey with many of you, with all of you listening here today, like my role in your journey is very small. I really believe that everybody is responsible for their own healing and the way that they show up and how they choose to change. And sometimes I can be a catalyst for that. I thought I was going to mispronounce that a catalyst for that work. And I feel so grateful and honored that I get to do that, that I get to show up, that I get to support you and guide you and help you really, you live your best life, which is like so freaking exciting. So as we are restarting this podcast, we're really now focusing on bringing you so much amazing content to really educate and support you in all things food, body, and mind from the anti-diet perspective. So I'd love now more than ever to hear from you on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, please do at The Balanced Dietitian. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your questions. I want to hear what your challenges are what you're struggling with so I can show up and give you content that is going to help you. This podcast is meant to be so full of value for you. And that is my mission with this podcast. Like my goal is to help you and to support all of us in becoming better, right? The more we know, the better we do. And that's what I want this space to be for 
us moving forward. And you're going to keep hearing from me and from guest speakers on all topics relevant to food, body, and mind. And I'm really wanting to introducing some Q and A's. I think that the more that I hear from you and what you want to hear, like those are the most popular podcasts, obviously, of course, when you tell me what you want to hear and what is connected to you, then we get to really show up together. So on that note, I want to say thank you for being here. I want to say thank you for showing up, for listening to this, for connecting back with me. I'm so glad to connect with you again. And I am back on a weekly basis every Wednesday. You're going to hear from me. And I'm so excited for us to reconnect together. And I wanted to touch on the question that I got on Instagram because I thought it'd be really relevant to talk about this. And the question that I got is, how do you stay motivated to heal when you live in diet culture? There are so much influences from all of the place. Everybody's dieting around me. Like, how do I choose to continue to do this work when I don't want to? And I find this is so relevant because I know that a lot of people can relate to this, first of all. But also, this is exactly <laughs> what I feel like I've just been through with taking a pause from this podcast. So. There are a few things that I want to name here. I want to name what's internal and what is external. So internally, I want us this to normalize. It is normal to have the ups and downs in your process of healing. Never in my years of supporting people with hundreds and hundreds of people now who've been through our doors, Never have I seen someone like start from beginning to end in a one straight line, never, ever doubting this journey, just like recovering and just being like, oh, cool. Now I have the best relationship with food and body and I never need to do this work again. That never happens. So let's just normalize that like you going through the ups and downs of this process is normal, difficult, but normal. And you are strong enough to get through this. So internally, what I would say is taking this moment to pause. When you find yourself being more pulled toward diet culture, when you find yourself being more triggered easily, I really see this as data, right? Really being able to be like, okay, like something is coming up for me right now. I am being pulled a lot more than I used to. I'm having all of these emotions around it. What is happening for me? What story am I telling myself? Taking a moment here to pause and just check in. And then what we can do is doing an exercise that I love so, so much. And it's imagining ourselves at the end of a crossroad. Every time we are starting to question what we're doing, imagine yourself that you are at a crossroad. You get to choose your next step. We are never stuck. We get to choose. So imagining yourself having to choose again. Every day when you wake up is an opportunity to choose how you want to live. So asking yourself this question of like, I could, if I want to go back to diets, I could decide today that I am the keto queen and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put butter in my coffee and here we go. And what are the benefits of that? Maybe some of the benefits are like there's less resistance from the society. There's the hopes and dreams of diet culture and what it tells me what happened when I do these diets, right? All the diets that promises like, you're going to lose weight and feel the best ever, right? Those are some of the pros. Like I can ride that wave of being hopeful. But what are the cons? What's the cost of going back to diets? What will it cost you? And the truth is that there are so many costs to this. 
your relationship with yourself, your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, the stress, the obsessive thoughts, the time, the energy, the experiences, like how much will it cost? And then I want us to do the same thing on the other side, right? If I choose to continue this healing journey, if I choose to continue to heal my relationship with food and my body, what are the benefits? What will I gain? And what are the costs? The same way that like any decision that we make, I really believe that there's always two sides of the story. The cost is that it's unfamiliar, that it's going against the grain, that all the people around me are dieting. So I feel like I'm standing out. But the benefits are that I have a better relationship with myself. I have stronger boundaries. I know who I am. I'm not missing out on experiences anymore. I freaking get to accept my body and live the life that I want. I get to eat and understand what my body requires without stressing or feeling guilty about everything I put in my mouth. There's so much benefits to it. And then you get to choose what is best for you today. What do you want to do? I think when we give ourselves a choice, it really helps us connect to that choice. (laughs) So let me reframe that. When we are on autopilot, it can either feel out of control or all of this is happening to us. Like it sucks. It sucks that I have to heal. It sucks that everybody dies. It sucks this. It sucks that. It does suck. It's a lot. But when we see this as a choice, like I am choosing to keep healing. I am choosing to heal my relationship with food and my body we can start feeling more empowered in our choices. And that internally can be amazing. All right. And then externally. So we've talked about internally and like making that choice again and just normalizing like how hard it is to heal in diet culture. We're going to see how we can set up our environment. Is there things externally that we can do to support you? Are there people that maybe we need to set boundaries with? Do we need to do like a social media, like detox or cleanse or however we want to call it? Do I need to like unfollow a bunch of people and follow more like helpful people, right? Is there something in my environment that keeps coming back that is super triggering that I need to maybe take care of? So externally, we want to make sure that we set our environment to have less friction. If a day, like I have something that's up in my face telling me I should diet, if I have the opportunity to change that and to remove that. Let's do that. It's going to be so helpful. See if you can connect with the community that's in Thai diet. See if you can connect with other folks that are doing the same work so you can set up your environment for success. Right? That is going to be the most helpful. I hope that this was helpful in answering your question. Again, normalizing that the ups and downs are very normal. And with time, we become more resilient to diet culture. It does become easy, easier. It does become easier to just stand in your own power and, and feel empowered for real and confident. It really does. And it is something that does take time and consistency. Right? If every day we get to choose, we're one step closer to just being which is great, which is so good. And remembering that even in the times that are harder, you are still healing. You're still making the choice not to diet. That's pretty huge. Right? So celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself every step of the way. And for me to celebrate with you, and as I'm coming back to create content, as I'm coming back to the podcast, I have decided to do a free workshop for you. That's true. 
I'm doing it again. So I haven't done one of these like free workshops in probably a year, but I'm really excited to bring it back for you in this time. As I'm coming back from my little, my little break of content, I've decided to do a free workshop on emotional eating. And this time, what we're going to do is a three-day workshop where I'm really going to share with you my best strategies around emotional eating. So what I'm going to do in this workshop is teach you my best strategies around emotional eating. And this is not going to be a workshop that's like full of shame and guilt and be like, you should just not do it because not helpful. What we're going to learn is actually understand and what is emotionally eating and how food can actually meet some of our emotional needs. Like how is it actually so supportive? And then how we can manage our emotions in other ways and feel very empowered with the choices that we make with food. And then we're going to talk about the next step in healing. So how do we take this workshop and then apply it to like everyday life so we can truly have just a great relationship with food. So if you are interested in one, learning from me, but two, learning from me for free, and then three, wanting to like really learn about emotional eating and how you can become a powered eater, this will be for you. So you can go to the website, so thebalancepractice.com forward slash workshop to sign up for free. So this will be October 18th to 20th at 12, 12 p.m. Eastern time, and the replays will be available. So if you can't make it at that time, still sign up. You'll be able to access the replay and you'll get a nice workbook. It's going to be amazing. And I really hope to see you there as we are starting to reconnect. This workshop is going to be so good, so amazing, so wonderful. And it's available to you for gratos, for free. So I really hope that you do join us, that you do learn with us. I decided to do it in October because I feel October is definitely a season of change where everything is changing, but things are also getting darker which can lead us to feel a lot more emotional, a lot more vulnerable. It's also around Thanksgiving and then Christmas. I can also bring so many emotions. So we can see that food can start playing a bigger role there. And for some of us, that can feel very distressing. So I wanted to be sure that I'm able to support you in the best way that I can. And that is sharing my love of food and knowledge with you. So on that note, my friend, thank you again so much for being here on the podcast today. And if I can ask you one favor as we relaunch this podcast, if you can share this with a friend, share the podcast with a friend, share in your Instagram stories and tag me so I can see it, I would be so grateful for you. I am beyond happy to be back and I cannot wait to connect more with you next week. On that note, my friends, I'll catch you in the next episode.